Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. So I was listening to some courses online which I encourage everyone to do. Be just very careful what kind of courses you're listening to. Um, I mentioned that there's a series called uh, The Great Courses by The Teaching Company. And you can get them at Barnes & Noble's and I'm sure several other different kinds of, uh, of bookstores. But they had one professor that caught my attention a bit. It teaches several of those courses, uh, biblical studies courses. And the thing that I found interesting was his background. I mean, he had gone to some very, very uh, grounded uh, Christian schools and got some very, very good training. And had become an atheist so you're talking about a guy who, who had been through you know several theological schools and then at one point said bah, nuts to it all which I find it's interesting um, when somebody takes that tact when they take that turn that they still stick with biblical studies like you know i think in some ways um they stay to make a point to everyone else to try to talk people out of it which is kind of kind of interesting but anyway the thing that um this person mentioned was trying to reconcile and this is this was like the key thing that like turned him against the faith against faith and that was the injustice of pain and suffering in the world and I had heard a quote that uh, was kind of interesting. It was in a movie, actually. But the quote was this, If God is all-powerful, then he can't be all-good. And if God is all-good, he cannot be all-powerful. And you know what's really sad is that is a complete misunderstanding of who God is so let's get back to the uh, pain and suffering part because this is a real issue that keeps coming up and I've heard this more than once and as a matter of fact if you look at the life of Charles Darwin A lot of the things that shook that man to the core 
was the death of his 12-year-old daughter. He had a lot of kids, but there was one daughter he had that was very special. Again, we're talking about Charles Darwin, theory of evolution, who, you know, he gets saddled with a lot of theory, with a lot of theories that people actually uh, misconstrue and twist a bit to get where they're at because he never said some of that stuff. But, uh, but let's just say that he did believe in evolving species, okay? I mean, you can read the origin of the, spe- of the species and, and, and see that. But what really pushed him down that road was the pain and suffering. He had a 12-year-old daughter that hung out with him. He had a lot of kids, but this this particular daughter hung out with him a lot. And was just he just adored her. And she got sick. And she died. Okay. And it absolutely destroyed him. He really could not wrap his brain around that. Now Pain and suffering, you know, in some ways, people get a very simplistic idea of who God is. And it's, you know, because they say, oh, God's creator, God's the judge. But he's a lot more. He's so much more than that. And they, of course, they don't buy any of it. And normally, when you run into someone who has just chunked the faith, it's because not intellectually, it's emotionally, something has happened in that person's life. Something they they expected that they said, okay, if God exists, then he'll fix this problem, and it doesn't get fixed. And, of course, part of the complication with that is that's not God, that's magic. When you can make something, you know, like the Force in Star Wars do stuff, right? Good or evil. That's magic. That's what that is. That's not God. And that's not the Holy Spirit. So, the getting back to the issue of pain and suffering. We live in a fallen environment. The world is not the way God intended it to be. And the introduction of sin, okay, which is the S word nobody likes to talk about, uh, started a chain reaction of decay and death in this planet. Now, because of that, if God just said, okay, well, you know, and in fact, he has, by the way. God said, I'm going to deal with sin. I'm going to fix this. What happened? <laughs> what happened? The whole planet got 
you know, submerged in water. And there was only a handful of people that, that survived that. And, and you can tell when you read Noah's story that that's not something, that wasn't God's first choice. I mean, he didn't, you know, that wasn't first on the checklist. Okay, kill everybody on the planet. No, that's not, that wasn't his first choice. It was his last resort. Absolutely last resort. Now, Jesus said, and this is where I get my eschatology. I don't do it through the newspaper, and I don't look at Daniel and and all of the and, and, and apocryphal, uh, you know, uh, apocalyptic literature. Okay, I don't. And the reason behind that is because I think you can go to the Gospels and find all of the the end times theories you want. But Jesus said, "Look, it'll be like in the days of Noah. People will be doing what they want to do, regardless of what God thinks." Or says, and living a life contrary to to the principles God set down is poison. It's drinking poison. It really, I mean, it just is. Now, you know, some people say, "Hey, well, that's cool with me," and everyone gets to make their own choice. And that's just the kicker: is God didn't force you. To follow him. That's not what he's wanting. But let's look at a couple of verses, though. Now, first of all, John 6 29, this is Jesus talking. And he was being asked a question. And he makes a very fantastic, profound statement, and it is this. He says, quote unquote, This is the work of God that you believe in him who he has sent. Okay, who is that? Well, it's Jesus, yes. But you know what? He also sent the prophets. He also sent Moses. He also sent, you know, so so believing. And, you know, in Jesus is the culmination of all of these things. That's why you see Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus during the Mount of Transfiguration. Because Moses stands for the law, and that's a horrible translation, but the Torah. And Elijah stands for the prophet, the prophets. Okay. But he says, believe in him who is sent. And the other verse is is this, and I think this is even more profound, okay? It's in Hebrews 11.6. And it has to do with faith, all right? It says, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. Who's the him? God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who seek him. Now here's the kicker. God didn't force people to believe in him. The entire Bible assumes God exists. It's not trying to prove it. It's not trying to 
talk you into it. This particular statement is just a matter of fact, and it is that, look, without faith, you can't please God. Because that's where that's where the starting place is. Psalm says the beginning uh, that uh, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, and it's not fear as in cowering in a corner, God's going to kill me. It's a wow! It's a it's it's a solar system supernova kind of Grand Canyon kind of kind of fear. It's a wow! Look at that! <laughs> that's amazing I've never seen anything like that it's that kind of fear it's that awesome respect okay but it says you know second half of that verse is for whoever would draw near to God must believe he exists and that he rewards those who seek him now let's get back to the to the problem with pain and by the way there is a book written by C.S. Lewis called The Problem of Pain. And if anyone has, has kind of a, you know, something to say about that, I think it would be C.S. Lewis. He married this lady. It's a wonderful lady, and he was a bachelor forever. If you don't know who C.S. Lewis is, he was uh, considered one of the best Christian thinkers of the 20th century. And he was an apologist and so forth. But anyway, but, but he's so practical. That's why I love C.S. Lewis, because he's so practical. But here's the thing. He married this woman, and she had a teenage daughter, and she died. Not the daughter, the wife. He married this woman, and she died. And then, boom, all of a sudden, he has a teenage daughter. And he is... He is, it, it, it just ripped him in half. And he admits there's problems. But he doesn't necessarily drop all that on God. Because we live in a fallen world. Well, why can't God just fix his fallen world? Well, he, he did once. Remember? I mean, we just discussed that. He wiped it out. So, the problem of pain, and I'm a cancer patient, so I'm telling you, is that without faith, it's impossible to please God. But you also have to believe that He rewards those who seek Him, and I believe that. I have seen that. I have experienced that. And you say, well, what do you mean? What do you, what, what do you mean, L.A.? Did he drop you a, a, you know, a check in the mail, or did he give you a gift? You know, did Amazon bring you something? No. But I'll tell you, he's done a lot more for me than that. Through other people, through his scripture because of the word feeling his presence okay now you're saying oh that sounds kind of mystical well yes and no I mean when you're talking to somebody on the phone you kind of feel their presence because they're there 
but they're not with you. Same situation, only with God, he is there. <laughs> so, so here's the takeaway. Faith is a must. Faith is not blind faith. It's not, okay, I'm jumping out all, you know, because I don't know nothing. I've mentioned before that God could explain everything to us. But if he did, we would die before he got finished. And then that would kind of ruin our lives. So it's more like the faith you have in a doctor in that this person knows so much more than I do. I need to listen to what they're saying. And maybe I don't completely understand it all. But I think they're doing it for my good. It's that kind of faith. God rewards those who seek Him. And I have felt that personally. So I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on with that idea. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.